Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hi, everyone. I'm Darren Javag, uh, host of Clean Break, the divorce podcast and chair of DivorceNet. And I'm here today with Tina Marie. <laughs> the Vice Chair of DivorceNet and co-host of the show. So good morning again, Tina. How are you today? Good morning, Darren. I'm great. I know. We're always, <laughs> we're always great, yeah, right? Yeah, we're always that's awesome. Along. Yeah. So yeah. we have a really, really cool guest today. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to bring so much value to uh, to everyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you introduce yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Rick Evans, he is from McKay Duff Accounting. Oh, valuations and Va- Consulting. Evaluation and Consulting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you gave us a couple questions to ask you, um, and so this is one I'd like to make sure we get to. Why is it important to have a valuation available when entering into a non-arm's length transaction for income tax purposes? Well, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I, I had okay. to write it down, and so... <laughs> uh, people are going to be rewinding this yeah. part of the podcast. Well, I'll, re- I'll re-ask the question. Why is it important to have valuation report available when entering into a non-arm's length transaction for income tax purposes. So maybe you can give us the, the give us the, uh, the, the not the Coles notes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but but the yeah. layman's term yeah. for what that question is asking. Yeah, because I don't really know what I just asked. <laughs> Fair enough. It's so honest. So so um, when say for instance you're you're um, wanting to, and I'm not a tax person, but when you want to transfer the um, the business that say is unincorporated to a corporation. Okay. So you've got to determine what the value of that, uh-huh. those assets being transferred into the corporation, as an example. It's called an 85 rollover. So, oh, so that you own them personally, and then you're going to roll it and in you're the, in your, into a corporation. And that you're you going to take okay, say common shares back. Right. Oh, okay. Good so, point. so, so you have to determine a value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you know the, the the hard tangible the cash the the AR that sort of thing that's somewhat self-evident it's, it's not that difficult to do right it's the uh, non-identifiable intangibles which is goodwill mm. right there's a value to that there's a value to that you can that's, transfer that's why and you can I sell that can, well, well sell that's, that that's, that's part that. of the value I mean mm. there's it, it's not just net assets right you know you're not going to transfer CRA will not buy that. Mm-hmm. They, they will not accept that that is the fair market value of the operations. Oh, okay. so, so, okay, so there's okay, a value over and above just your net assets. Right. You hope, right? right. Otherwise, uh, you know what? I never thought of that. No, me. I never thought no, of that. No, somebody owns it as a sole proprietor and changes it to a corporation. Yeah. There's intrinsic value in yeah. the the goodwill. There's goodwill. Yeah. Wow. Ah. Okay. So let's. Hear, I want to hear the rest of the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. In, in the past, or there's other reasons to be doing this, there, reorganizations, uh, um, if you want to transfer uh, common shares to, say, the next generation or something. Right, like another that. very good point, right. yeah. So so there's there's a number of reasons. Let's say succession planning. Succession planning, all that stuff, exactly. Right. Um, and so CRA requires a fair market value. Right. And they have a circular that uh, states what they uh, uh, require mm-hmm. um, the standards fair market value. 
there has to be a reasonable attempt to determine fair market value. Mm. Um, and so uh, by having a valuator, uh, a professional doing that, that knows uh, generally accepted valuation techniques, you're meeting that standard. Right, mm -hmm. right. If you have your CPA or yourself, mm -hmm. uh, you are not necessarily meeting that standard and probably not meeting that standard. Hmm. Um, which means any sort of price adjustment clause that, that mm -hmm. uh, is available if there is a difference between what CRA um, determines value to be and what you determine value to be. Mm -hmm. uh, usually a price adjustment clause will help you avoid penalties and interest. Okay. Not so if you haven't made a reasonable attempt to determine value. Okay. CRA, it used to be that CRA or, uh, um, people were doing the accountant or themselves doing the value, mm -hmm. and it was called back of the napkin, <laughs> right? We'll call it, yeah. and it was yeah. stuck in a file, and and that was fine. But uh, my understanding in, in is that, uh, you know, in the states they call it the ten trillion dollar uh, transfer. Here it's probably the trillion dollar transfer, and it's the baby boomers boomers retiring. There's never been so much wealth transferring to the next generation. Right. So people are dying as. A further example. And States. the government wants their taxes. <laughs> um, people are not doing proper valuations for estate planning, succession planning purposes we just talked about. Yeah. Um, there, there can be tax consequences um, by uh, uh, reducing the value CRA takes. Exception to that and realizes there's so much of that going on that they mm. could lose money. Of course. <laughs> so a lot of when money. they smell money, yeah. especially nowadays, so they're attacking things. So wow. what we're mm -hmm. saying is, okay, fine. Uh, we want to see your valuation report. No longer is it back of the napkin, stick it in a yes. file and nobody ever takes yeah. a look at it. Right. So they're saying, no, we want your valuation <clears throat> report. And if you say, I don't have one, or it doesn't meet standard, then they all of a sudden you get a letter from them that says, can we have this, that, and the other thing? Because we're going to do a valuation report our ourselves. Own. Yeah. And that's something you probably don't want to yeah. have happen. Wow. Because they're going to come in and probably make it in their favor, obviously. Well, they, yeah. Well, they could do that. <laughs> um, but it, but it's very disruptive. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Mm -hmm. yeah, very good point. Disruptive and expensive. To the business, yeah. And you're probably going to get your own valuation done anyway. Mm -hmm. So might as well get it done. You might as well get it done. Because if you get it mm -hmm. done and they see you and they say, we would like a copy of how you determine the fair market value of the shares, mm -hmm. and you say, here, mm. and it's done by, um, and, and CRA in town knows who the valuators are. Right. Uh, they're going to they're say, okay, well, that's one plus. Right. So it, it's more favorable because they know who you evaluators right. are, that you're doing them properly. Right. And, and, the, and, the, and the Toronto and Ottawa CRA people that I've spoken to is, you know, if you have a valuation report done by a valuation professional on a, on a contemporaneous date, um, then meaning close to the transaction, then we're very very likely not to challenge it. Right. Right. If that's not the case, mm -hmm. then we're going to be very likely to ch challenge it. Yeah. So do do you do that? that type of valuation for income tax purposes in divorcing, like for divorces as well, or is that sort of or kind of the same a, thing? Yeah. Is it the same thing no. or is it? No, okay. and, that, and that leads to another, that mistakes 
blank. Mm -hmm. okay. Just using a valuation report that was done for one purpose for another. Okay. Um, huh. But but you know, div sometimes when divorce happens, uh, planning happens, and and you end up doing evaluation for tax purposes. Mm -hmm. um, but the the point is, you don't want to do a value use a valuation report that you use for CRA purposes necessarily for divorce, for divorce purposes. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, you know, I am self-employed, <laughs> whatever, right? I do mortgages. That's pretty small beans. But, like... Big for me. I like, but, I like yeah. the fact that you yeah, do mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, in, in the world of business, where, like, when for a divorce... Like, I wouldn't need an evaluation if my husband and I divorced on my business. I wouldn't think. So, um, where is where where is it important to have it done like is it when you do this much in sales if you have employees like there's got to be you're not going to evaluate everybody's business in a divorce case um maybe you do <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them you do um like to me i think of you know uh a, a successful we talked restaurants so it's a successful restaurant been right. in business 10 15 years has 20 you know 20 30 employees you know sales of a couple million a year you know sort of that thing that type mm -hmm. of thing uh or you know a financial planning company that has you know multiple associates multiple and 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 the owners split you know i, I think of that kind of thing but i, I don't really you know sole proprietorship sole proprietorship I'm a commission-based income person, you yeah, know, kind well, of thing. If, if there's nothing that it, that is transferable, so if you are the good, if you are the goodwill, if you are the business, then fair enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because where that's going to be picked up is the income determination. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's all. I have no assets for my it, business. It's, it's not going to be a splitting of assets because really, who would you sell it to hypothetically? Right. I have a laptop. Or there laptop. may there may be you know who you deal with might buy it back based on a formula, whatever your book is. I, I, yeah. Right. Um, typically, though, where it becomes contentious is um, if it's it's an industry or business that where there is significant goodwill or goodwill. Or commissions, uh, ongoing commissions, like if you've got trailing commissions. Oh, yeah, from, trailing fees and stuff from, like that. From right. Clients. Or I've, I, I could sell, essentially could sell my book of business to another mortgage person. Right, so there, there is some value. Yeah. So there is an asset. You, I mean, Shh. <laughs> Brent, don't listen to this. <laughs> um, I mean, each situation is, is, is different. Right. Um, you know, so for instance, if you had a uh, sole practitioner lawyer, um, there's probably not a whole lot of value. There would be, you know, whatever the net assets are, cash, AR, mm -hmm. uh, and the goodwill, the argument would be that goodwill is whatever's in work in progress. In other words, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever files are, are open, and I bought, somebody would buy those and finish them off and ha realize a profit on it, and mm -hmm. so that would be the, the goodwill. Yeah, but there's also, like, in that situation, there's repeat clients. There's, you yeah. know, it's just like your business, my business. Yeah. Depends if, on the law. But, but if law. It, it's a, a sole practitioner, mm -hmm. you know, they, they shut down. Mm -hmm. Or, or try to sell, 
it's really him that they were going to. Right. It depends on, on the type True. of law, yeah. right? Yeah. I just want to double back on something to my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, what happens if a client didn't do an evaluation and you were just talking about CRA, right? Mm -hmm. Can they go back in time? Can you go back in yeah. time? And oh, yeah, yes. yeah. There's 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 some that I've been working on for four or five years now since I've been back. Right. And yeah, we we've had to go back and 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 do evaluation. Right. Uh, a full evaluation. And in a couple mm -hmm. cases, CRA has been fine with that. Mm -hmm. They did do their own valuation. Right. And then they and, went. And, and it was different than what ours was. And then we sat down and spoke. Yeah, and and in this case, the two evaluators from CRA were were, were uh, uh, very reasonable. Mm -hmm. We didn't get what we wanted, but we we got something that was reasonable. There was a compromise. There was a compromise. Right, uh, right. That would not probably be the case if they weren't sitting in front of somebody that didn't have didn't a provide a report that was credible and b be able to uh, um, talk. Uh, and, and discuss uh, with a certain amount of, of knowledge mm -hmm. and, and experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I would say it's really hard to go back in time, right, mm -hmm. for things like this. So I know whenever I'm speaking to clients, a very similar type of, uh, a similar piece of advice that I give clients is that if you have a rental property, right, and you get married, get the place valuated. Like on that around that date that you got married it's and you owned it before, mm -hmm. get it. Same thing with a cottage, right? You buy the cottage, and then uh, or maybe you got, you inherited the cottage, right? I always say to clients, get it appraised, mm -hmm. because ten years from now, fifteen, twenty years from now, if you sell that place, you want to be able to look back at CRA and say, here you go, and because yes. otherwise they're going to make that number up and it's not going to be in your favor. And right? I said the same. I had clients that are, you know. Um, thinking of purchasing another home but converting their primary residence into a rental property and I'm like let's you know we want to do an appraisal and then we want to keep that because right. we want to know because eventually you're going to pay capital gains but you don't want to pay capital gains from the day you purchased it you want to turn you want to pay capital gains from the day you turned it into a rental property Change right use, yeah. so I mean it's really really important and I think that um, we need to emphasize for people going through divorce or, or a separation that own businesses that they really need to do an evaluation and and do you advise them at what what kind of evaluation they need or is that sort of borne by how nasty things get in the separation you're talking the level of, of yeah assurance. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and it does based on that I mean if it's if, if they are um, friends I mean if they're they're parting without any animosity uh, they just want a valuation to ensure that um, everything you know, that everybody's being protected including the kids and, and mm -hmm. themselves um, then oftentimes a calculation report is fine um, depending on the number of users, will, uh, the, the level of sophistication, um, whether it's uh, you know, fierce litigation, mm -hmm. um, you can always upgrade a calculation report, but you can't go the other way around. Right. So, right. 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 so the, 
as an example, if you have, uh, we'd like to not got uh, to maybe you can tell us a little bit more about how people would get a hold of you if they want if they have questions for you. The two parties, um, Rick Evans um, at the McKay Dunn Valuation Consulting, R Evans E V A S and at McKay Six one three two three six, and and the other side may have a. And you work predominantly out of Ottawa, but you also go to other regions. I do, I do. I, I work in uh, yeah. Kingston, yeah. In the next little while, if it becomes very. And of course, where they can find you on the divorce net. Nasty, correct. Website as well, so. Thank you for coming in, and uh, please going encourage going. people you that if you're going through separation, divorce, yes. and you're yes. looking to less, figure less out how much your business for, is uh, worth, uh, they need and to reach out to you. Yeah. It's, it's really important. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like um, a separation so, agreement. It's yeah, really, really important to have one of those, and, and for people who are in business for themselves that have... Well, you know, Rick, I was going to say, like, I, like we could probably go on here well, for like an hour straight. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to cut this one into two because there's lots of really good, yeah. valuable advice and here. Thank yeah. you for joining us um, on this We'd like to uh, stay tuned. Uh, maybe more you tell us a little bit more advice. about how people would get a hold of you. Uh, and we'll see on for you. Uh, Rick Evans at uh, McKay Duff Valuation and Consulting. R. Evans, E V A N S, at McKayDuff.com. 613236. And you work predominantly out of Ottawa, but you also go to other regions, right? I do. I do. I, I work in uh, Kingston. Oh. I've worked in Cornwall. Okay. Um, I will be working in Kentville <laughs> um, in the next little while. Good. So, yeah. And Excellent. of course, where they can find you on the DivorceNet uh, website yeah. as well. So, thank you for coming in. And uh, please encourage people that if you're going through separation, divorce, and you're looking to figure out how much your business is worth, they need to reach out to you because it's it's really important. It's, it's like a separation agreement. It's, it's really important to have one of those and, and for people who are in business for themselves that have have that kind of, uh, of investment in themselves and in their business, they should really, really contact you. Yes. Great. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you for joining us and listening to the program. Uh, stay tuned for more great advice. Uh, and we'll see you on the other side. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, expert advice made simple.